What's going on? Welcome to another episode of No Days Off. This is Tyler Gilden, and on today's episode, I'm speaking with Chris Bustamante, father of 10-year-old boxing prodigy Zoe Bustamante, who already has her eyes set on the 2028 Olympics. We discuss a bit about her dedication, how it feels as a father to watch her compete, and the importance of surrounding young athletes with the right types of trainers. It's really an engaging conversation. I think you're going to enjoy it. This is No Days Off. My name is Christopher Bustamante. I am the father of Zoe Boronita Bustamante. She's 10 years old. She's a boxer out of Las Vegas, Nevada. So thank you, uh, Chris. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to uh, hop on a call today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for inviting me. So I guess just for starters, uh, who is uh, Zoe, uh, the person, though? Uh, what, what might people not know about her uh, outside of the ring? Zoe Bustamante. Um, Zoe at home is a loving, caring, this very um, crazy little girl. She loves to have fun with her sisters, obviously. Uh, she has two older sisters, um, Addie and Nailani. Um And to be honest with you, she's kind of like the bully to them. <laughs> she, she, she bullies them. But, you know, um, outside of that, she's just a good girl. She's you know, at home, she's always helping out. Um, she's very artistic. She likes to paint and draw and do all kinds of just artistic stuff. And, um, you know, her older sister's into dance, so she'll dance with her sister. And, you know, she's just a normal little girl. And, and to be honest with you, uh, and you would never think she'd probably box uh, just because of how girly she is. Um, so, you know, it's it's pretty crazy to think that she's, uh, she's a boxer, you know. Yeah, and I guess, you know, jumping into that a little bit. So what is your, your family's connection to boxing? Do you have a, a history, I guess, you know, what really brought, uh, you know, boxing to, to Zoe to become ultimately, you know, her passion? You know, my dad, when I was younger, used to watch Julio Cesar Chavez. Um, you know, we're, we're Mexican-American. And um, seeing that when I was younger, he'd, he'd bring a whole bunch of his friends over and he'd throw parties just to watch his fight. And I remember specifically watching the De La Hoya versus Chavez fight. And um, I was a fan of De La Hoya. I mean, just his ring entrance and everything just, I guess uh, it triggered something in me to, to really like this sport of boxing. And um, it was me. I was the first one to really uh, catch on to the sport. Um, I became a fan of it, a huge fan of it. Um, I tried it myself. Um far as training. Um, I trained a couple kids myself um, and uh, never did anything um, professionally or anything like that. But, um, I, you know, being around boxing and always taking my girls to like weigh-ins and uh, fights, they grew up around it because I was always a fan of it. And uh, Zoe, being the youngest, would always see her oldest sisters, you know, hanging around or doing stuff with me uh, around boxing. She wanted to get into it. So it wasn't until I brought my two oldest girls a uh, pair of boxing gloves. And I said, look, uh, from now on, if you guys have any problems, because they would always get into it. They would always, you know, fight. They're only about a year and a half apart. And uh, so they were always arguing with each other. I said, look, the way that we're going to get rid of, you know, things now, if you guys have any issues, you guys can spar each other. So, uh, you know, every time they'd have a problem with each other, it'd be like, Daddy, I'm upset. We're upset at each other. We want to spar each other. So we'd have like a sparring thing like every – it became kind of like a sparring thing every weekend. And 
Zoe would see that. Zoe would put on the headgear. It was super big on her. The gloves are so big on her. And as a baby, she just started putting on the gloves. And, and I, I don't know. I think it, it kind of was just uh, it, she grew up with it. And, and she took it more than my girls did. And um, that's kind of where it started for Zoe. And that's kind of where it started for me as well. So, I mean, as far as training, I used to train fighters, but, and, and I was, you know, it was my passion. It was something that I'd love to do. Um, but it became more of a, uh, passion for me when my, when, when Zoe told me, you know, daddy, I want you to train me. You know, she came at me when she was like five and she's like, daddy, can you train me? And, um, I, you know, at first I was like, you know, I'd play around with her and, you know, I really wouldn't take it too serious. And, She'd actually tell me, like, train me, train me. And one day I decided to build a gym inside uh, my house. And um, from that day forward, uh, she would be in the gym and she'd put on the boxing gloves and hit the bag. And I, at, at that point, I was like, you know what? Maybe there's something here. Maybe she's, maybe she loves it. At first, I thought it was maybe something that she was just trying to impress me. But she would be in the gym um literally at, at times when we had to go to bed or, or something we couldn't find her she'd be in the garage hitting the boxing bag so it was just something that i knew that she probably loved um and i was I, I gave it a try i was like you know what let's take her to a boxing gym and from that point it led to to what it is now yeah just to uh to, to go back on uh it's a very interesting parenting technique uh the kind of sparring it out uh, I, I, I like that, you know, uh, you know, some parents, you know, talk it out, you know, but I like the, you know, let's go spar this out. And good thing, I guess that, you know, your older daughters probably, I guess, were arguing enough that they sparred so much that it got Zoe, you'll be watching it enough that she got interested. So it, it seems like that kind right. of worked out in her favor. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, so was there ever, you know, a specific moment, though, when uh, so it sounds like at, you know, five years old, she says, Daddy, train me. And you, you start taking her to the gym and she starts you know, working out and training. Was there ever a moment, though, when it kind of clicked for you that this might be more than just a hobby for Zoe, that this might actually become her, her passion? Yeah, um, it was when I got a pair of boxing gloves for her, a custom boxing gloves and. Um, I, I saw her smile and, and the way that she reacted to getting her first pair of custom boxing gloves. And, uh, she was, I mean, she took it like it was like a, a dollhouse, you know, she was super excited for them. She, she wanted to wear them all the time. And, and, you know, at, at that moment, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe she, she probably has a passion for it. Um, another critical moment was when, um, I started taking her to the gym and I had a lot of these trainers, uh, tell me that she looked like a natural, uh, and, you know, and, and at that point to me, it was just like, okay, she's, she's the only little girl in the gym. Maybe they were telling me that because, you know, they're being nice, but you know, it was just one after another, after another. And I kind of started looking at it and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe she does have it in her. Um, which is kind of crazy, but yeah, that's, I think those two moments were when I realized, okay, maybe she, she has a, a, a deep passion. Maybe she was, maybe she was meant to do this, uh, you know, in those two, at, at those two, uh, critical points, right there, those two moments, that's when I felt at that point, you know, maybe there's something here. 
Yeah, speaking of uh, another moment, in the episode you mentioned, you told a little story about uh, Zoe boxing a young boy and taking a hit to the face, uh, which caused her to bleed, and how insistent she was on keeping that shirt because it was the first shirt she bled on. Uh, you know, what was what was the feeling in that moment? And even taking a step back when she took the hit uh, and started to bleed, you know, what what goes through your mind as a parent, you know, watching your daughter uh, in such a, a physical sport that, you know, could cause her to, to bleed and possibly injure herself? You know, every sparring is is very serious because um, you know no matter what uh, what age uh, any punch uh, can can hurt you, um, and these kids take these sports seriously. So the boys that Zoe spars with, these kids are already um, fighting. They already got you know fights. Some of them are already national champions. So she gives them the work, and um, you know every time that she goes in there and she spars, it's. Um, it, 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 I always get butterflies in my stomach. I'm not going to lie. It's just, um, you know, you as a parent, I think it's natural to get those feelings, you know. And, um, you know, but for that day when, when she bled, we had talked about that because she had been sparring uh, for a little bit, but she never really got her nose busted. And um, we had talked about that day happening, actually, just days prior to it happening. Um, I said, look, if if anything happens, like uh, if you were to have uh, your nosebleed, uh, you need to remain calm because you're going to feel, you know, just uh, like like warm, you know, liquid. You're going to feel that you're bleeding. You're going to feel it coming down. But you need to remain calm and you need to fight. You can't lose your focus. So this happened in the very first round. Um, she got hit. Yeah, only a few punches in and uh, it was just a good exchange they both got each other very good and uh, when I turned when Zoe turned and I looked at her um, I saw that she started bleeding and at that moment I'm like okay this is where I'm going to find out um, you know what what she's really all about because this is her first time she actually bleeds so I'm going to see her reaction I, uh, the round is over. She's, she's literally covered uh, her, her, her like nose down her mouth is covered in blood. She has drops down her, down her, uh, shirt, her leg. And, uh, and she looks at me and she's like, daddy, take a picture. And I'm like, what? She's like, take a picture. And I was like, I grabbed my phone. I, I was nervous. I took the picture and uh, the picture is even blurry because of how nervous I was. <laughs> Um, and, and, um, after the fight, she, she told me, she's like, daddy, I want to keep this shirt. I want to keep this shirt as a memory because this is the first shirt that, you know, I bled on. So I want to keep it as my memory. And at that point I was like, Whoa, like if she wants to keep this shirt as a memory, that's pretty crazy. The, the, the funny thing about it is that shirt, I literally had bought it the day prior. Um, and it said team USA on it. And she's super proud of, you know, representing the United States in her dream, obviously, to represent uh, the Olympics in 2028. Um, but, you know, she was super proud of that shirt. So having that blood with the, the USA and, you know, it's kind of ironic, but she wanted to keep it. And, and yeah, I mean, uh, the blood stain still, you know, we've never washed it. And, you know, I'm going to let her keep it as long as she wants to keep it. And, and you know, I think it's a memory, but... You know, the, I thought that that was a real, real cool uh, moment, I think, for her and, and for me. And, and I really saw her heart, you know, 
at that moment, you know, that she was able to hang in there and, and, and fight still with, uh, uh, while bleeding. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, my, uh, my son's almost one years old and he falls and, you know, bangs his head. It's, you know, everyone's like, Oh, you know, it's a, it's a, an immediate panic, uh, for, for my wife and I, uh, so I can't imagine actually watching, uh, you know, my kid in the ring and, and taking a punch. So it sounds like she, you know, really handled that, uh, with stride and I'm sure she's only stronger for it. Uh, and, you know, just watching her, you know, in the episode, and for those who who haven't, I highly suggest uh, on Whistle's YouTube, uh, watching the episode and just seeing uh, the spunk she has, uh, it, it really radiates. How important is it to you to be raising, you know, a confident, strong uh, woman like Zoe? You know, it's very important, um, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, with Zoe and um just uh you know she she just got sponsored by by nike which is just another cool thing that just happened so there's a lot of things that zoe is is going through at such a young age i mean from beginning to uh you know she started off in a ufc commercial um then we got contacted by our local fox news and they wanted to do a story on zoe which was pretty big because it was on the day that Mayweather and Conor McGregor were fighting. And uh, so a lot of people did tune in for that. Um, and then we got contacted by the Steve Harvey show and so forth. And, you know, so there's been a lot of things that had happened, have happened in between, um, you know, and, and sponsorships with uh, even title boxing too. So it's just, uh, you know, I, I try to maintain and make sure that she's, she's grounded. Uh, I always tell her that she has to remain humble. Um, and work hard you know i try not to let her see uh, a lot of the social media posts or uh you know anytime that we post something i rarely have her see any comments um you know because we do have some some negatives sometimes and some positives but to me it's very important raising uh somebody that's, that's confident you know i want to raise her to be uh just a, a caring humble um and 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 just be independent you know i want her to to just be a strong strong woman and and just be good in society you know and um you know i i think uh with everything that she is learning and and uh everything the journey that she's gone through i think um i think she's enjoyed it all but you know at the same time i don't know if she's really it's really processed just because she's so young right do you ever, do you ever, you know, get nervous in terms of just like balancing, you know, pushing her without pushing her too hard? You know, you don't want to put too much pressure on her. She's so young, but at the same time, you want to help her pursue her dreams. I guess, how do you, how do you balance that? You know, we, we try to make sure that we both have an understanding, you know, um, I, I always tell Zoe, look, Zoe, if there's a day that you need off, you tell me, you know, um, you know, she's at the end of the day, I have to understand that she's only 10 years old. Um, you know, we have, uh, dreams and goals that we want to accomplish, but, you know, I also don't want to break her down. You know, I don't want her to, to not love the sport of boxing. I want her to have a passion for it. So I make sure that we have an understanding that, um, we're both in it you know, and, and I make sure that, that I tell her that. And what I mean by that is I make sure that, you know, it, it's a dangerous sport, you know, um, there's times where she's sparring and, and these boys don't hold back, you know, and, um, you know, I, I, there's times where she comes to the corner and, and I tell her, look, I'm like, you know, is this what you want? Is this what you really want? And she'll look at me and she's like, yes, I want this. And, you know, 
I, it, it's, it's hard, but at the same time, you know, uh, it's, it's honestly been uh, a learning experience with her too, because, you know, we, we both go through the same, I feel like we both go through the same emotions and I feel like uh, there's more of a emotional attachment because she's my daughter. Um, And it feels, you know, it feels good, you know, to, to really, to really say, Hey, you know, I'm, I can do my passion, which is training, but not only that, I'm doing it with my daughter and, you know, she's pretty good at it. You know, that's, that's kind of like, you know, that's the both worlds there. So. And as you guys are learning, awesome. you know, through this, this process together, I mean, have you had any, any regrets, you know, any advice you'd give to parents uh, of ways to handle, you know, uh, working with a young prodigy child, uh, helping them pursue their sports, any regrets you've had or advice you'd give to others? <clears throat> you know, boxing is a very, um, I would say it, it's a very jealous sport as far as with, uh, a lot of the trainers being involved, um, I would just say, you know, just watch, watch out, you know, who, who you put your kids with. I mean, there's, you know, and the way, the reason why, why I say that is because there's a lot of trainers out there that are doing it for, for the money, not for the passion. Um, I would, I don't have any regrets. Um, it's been a learning process. I think, um, any trainers that have been in, Zoe's uh, learning process of the sport have all been, you know, I think it's just part of her journey. Um, but the, you know, I, the only, I, I wouldn't say I have any regrets as of yet. Um, but, but the only thing that I would advise for parents is just to make sure that, you know, they're putting their kids with the right trainers. Um, because I feel like a lot of these trainers uh, can sometimes uh, put kids into fights um, with somebody that's heavier, somebody that is older, um, and they force the kids to fight because they need to make sure that the parents are paying them, you know, monthly. So it's one of those things where they just pressure the kids to fight and they're really not taking care of the kids. So if there is any advice that I could give them, it's just make sure that you guys are watching out who you put your kids with um, and just make sure they have uh, just a, a good resume and just a good background. And I'm sure that applies, you know, beyond boxing, just uh, in general with, uh, you know, having trainers and making sure that they're pushing uh, your kids, but not over pushing them or they, they know the balance and the limit and their head is in it for the right reasons. Uh, I think those are all things right. that, you know, parents could probably uh, appreciate advice like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's I think it's very important, you know, to just make sure that, you know, you, you're, you're just getting the, the proper training too, you know, because I see a lot of these kids that'll go in there and um, the trainers will just jump them into just not even teaching them from the ground up, you know, um, but just throwing them in there. And, you know, it's just not, it's, it's not the right way to, to teach boxing. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, it, obviously if you're going to take it as, as a, something that you're looking for as a career now, if you're going to, if your child's going to be doing it as an everyday sport, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, say that, you know, they have to have a, a great trainer. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of great, you know, trainers out there that are in gyms that train kid classes all the time, you know, which is cool for self-defense. But, you know, as far as the training, training aspect of it, uh, you know, I would say at, at that point, you just got to make sure that, you know, you're making sure that you have the right team guide you, obviously, too. Right. So how do you think Zoe can help change the view of uh, female boxing? Uh, and you know, how important is that to you 
as her parent? Um, you know what? I I really hope uh, that Zoe can change the view of females boxing because, you know, I just feel like it's not, you know, it's definitely not as popular as, as men's boxing. I mean, and we all know that. Um, but the reason why I, I feel that, you know, this way that I feel that we can change the game of boxing is because, you know, Zoe does the same work or even, honestly, I'm going to say even harder than majority of these, these boys, you know, that are, that are, that are training. I mean, she, she, she keeps up with grown men and, and sometimes, you know, with world champions and I have proof of that, you know, if she's able to do that, she's able to like, you know, um, you know, work out with them and, and, and do the same workouts that they do and hang with them and still have more conditioning and, and get in the ring and do what, what a guy does and, and, and sometimes even execute a lot better, you know, why can't she get the possibilities that a man gets, you know, in the sport, you know, why can't we change that? Um, you know, she's, she's, she's only 10 and I feel like we've kind of done a little bit. We, we've already kind of broken, you know, a little bit of some things that I don't think other female boxers have yet. And, we're excited to see what's to come. We're excited to see uh, the challenges. Um, the one thing I will say, Zoe has has not gotten in there with a girl yet. Um, she's just boys, sparring boys, boys, boys. So she's used to, you know, sparring boys, you know. So she's used to the, the punch of a, of a mouth. So it, it's going to be quite different when she gets that, you know, uh, punch of a female. I'm, I'm quite interested to see how that's going to play out. Well, hopefully, you know, she'll help continue to inspire other uh, young girls to want to box. And, you know, ideally uh, that female boxing will grow where she will be able to, uh, you know, box other women. I'm sure that's uh, something that, you know, you're hopeful for uh, down the line. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's definitely uh, something that, you know, hopefully by the time it sounds like uh, the Olympics, what was that, 2020, 2028? That's what you guys are, are aiming 20. for. 2028 Los Angeles that's the goal uh that's you know and and more so because um, we're from Los Angeles so you know it makes it makes it that much better I got a lot of family out there uh so it, you know it's convenient for everybody and uh man I mean that'd be a dream come true if if she's able to do that and um you know make it happen but you know time will tell I think we're we're in the right path right now I think we got the right team and um, 2020 is looking like a big, going to be a big year for us. We're going to be uh, going full force, and um, we'll definitely be out there for uh, um, 2020, making some noise uh, in the amateur world. So we're uh, yeah, excited 20- for that. Zoe's excited for that too. 2028. You know, it's only nine years away. So <laughs> you know, mark yeah, your calendars, yeah, exactly. but it gives you something to. You know, to to push towards, I have zero idea what I will be doing in 2028, but I hope one of the things <laughs> I'll be doing is watching Zoe uh, in the Olympic Games. I, I I'll that's the only thing I know right now for 2028. I could potentially uh, have on my calendar because otherwise I have a pretty blank slate. Uh, but you know uh, no, that's that definitely be a dream come true. <laughs> I, I hope so. And just, just lastly, uh, in theme with the, the podcast, uh, you know, no days off. What does no days off mean to you? No days off as far as uh, the episode, as far as you guys, or just no days off in general? And just in general, what is that, uh, you know, that phrase, no days off? You know, how do you interpret that? 
You know what? Uh, I've I've always used that with Zoe, um, with the no days off thing. It's just um, the mentality, I think, of always thinking, you know, what you want. In our case, boxing, you know, um, boxing's literally around our life 24-7. And, you know, it's something that we think about uh, all the time. So, you know, uh, Zoe works six days a week. She did. She does get one day off, but that's only if she decides to not want to spar me. Um, but to, to her, you know, no days off to me is just working hard, uh, staying dedicated uh, to your craft and uh, giving it your all. Uh, anything's possible. Uh, I've said that before. Uh, you know, we've we've done it. We've 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 achieved some things that you know, we thought we'd never could, and uh, we're doing it. So, you know, uh, to all the people and, and all the little girls out there that, you know, want to have the same dreams, anything's possible. You just got to stay dedicated, put your mind into it, and um, stay focused, listen to your parents and your team, your coach, and you'll be good. All right, well, thank you so much, uh, you know, uh, Chris. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, best of luck to to Zoe uh, in 2020 to make some noise, and uh, we'll count down till 2028. Uh, I expect big things, so uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to following her young career. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, um, and thank you to Whistle Sports and everybody, and uh, I appreciate you guys for having me on. All right, thanks. All right, thanks to Chris for taking the time to chat with us a little bit about Zoe. Uh, clearly, such a strong father-daughter connection. Uh, I love the way he talks about her and how they both share that common dream of the 2028 Olympic Games. So mark your calendars, people. Let's hope we see some great things from Zoe. Uh, and if you haven't, uh, definitely watch that episode uh, up on uh, Whistle's YouTube. Highly recommend. But uh, thanks for listening to another episode of No Days Off. New episodes drop every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. Make sure to follow Whistle across all social media. I'm Tyler Gilden. This is No Days Off.